I'm Health Coach Heather, and you are listening to Episode 62, Comparison, the Thief of Joy. Listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast, hosted by Health Coach Heather, Master Health Coach and Wellness Educator, specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Please note that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate, but is not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Hello, hello, my friends. How are you doing today? It's a busy week uh, for me, a busy weekend, I should say. As we head into the weekend, I've got my parents coming to visit and I've got to speak at a women's conference this weekend, Saturday morning. Um, I'm part of emergency preparedness, a group there, and they want me to speak on 72 hour kits. And so that's what I'm going to be talking about. I also have another podcast, which I didn't tell you guys about. I was hesitant. It is a Christian related podcast for preparedness, and it mostly just goes into last days, end times, things like that. And you can check that out if you'd like to. It's called Sound the War Cry, and that's the other podcast. I think we're only eight or nine episodes in now, but it's fun. It's fun to talk about that stuff and talk about being more prepared for sure. But today we're not talking about that. Of course, we're going to be talking about comparing ourselves. And have you ever heard the saying that comparison is the thief of joy? Well, I have. And in fact, I've heard it many times throughout my life, and it's always proven to be true, always. But do you ever find yourself in a conversation with someone and all they can talk about is how they wished they had what their friends or other family members have? Maybe you're that person. When we find a friend to lean on and vent to, it's validating to our point of, I'm the victim and life isn't fair. We actually want our friends or whomever we're venting to, to confirm that this is true. And we get pleasure from a conversation where both parties are contributing to the woe is me mentality. But why? Why do we let ourselves slip into negativity and comparison? In what way does that serve us and help us become our higher selves? What I've observed is that it takes me away from living my best life and fulfilling my purpose. It puts me in that one down position to the so-called people who have the very thing I want. That doesn't serve me in the least. It only recreates that neuro highway in my brain that I've been building for years, the one that constantly thinks the thought, life isn't fair. When I'm thinking the thought, life isn't fair, I show up in my life different than from a place of abundance and peace. I actually show up jealous. Think about it. 
If I walk into someone's home that's big and clean and orderly, I might start comparing my life right away in my head. I'm thinking thoughts like, wow, she's so lucky. She married into money. She can afford things I can't. She's living the dream. She doesn't have to work hard for anything. What does her husband do for work? Because in our culture, we automatically assume it's the husband making all the money, right? Then I might have thoughts like, well, it takes money to make money and somehow they inherited enough money to invest in the right things. Then these people get to shop and go for massages whenever they want and I don't. And these people get to go on vacations whenever they want and I don't. You see how we add the I don't after each thought? The thoughts are all summed up to, she's better than me. This is how you put yourself in a one-down position. Here's what you don't quite understand. What if there is no one-down position? What if what you're seeing isn't really what you want? And what I mean by that is, it's likely that the struggle and hard work it took this person, or this person's husband, whatever, to get to this place in life is something you would never, ever want to put yourself through to get there. Likely, it took a lot of hard work and grind. Granted, there are those people who inherit money and businesses, but business and money comes with its own amount of stress and responsibility that few people could ever take on. No lifestyle or home would be worth it for you to have all these things for yourself, or else, I hate to say this, but you'd have it. You are living your perfect dream life right now. You are doing exactly what you know how and want to do. You learned this lifestyle and you are comfortable living in it. It's time to accept that or the alternative is to change your reality. And please don't tell me it takes money to make money. You can take out student loans, get a third job, forego your sleep and head into the grind for the next eight years to achieve the lifestyle you think you want to live and it can be done. The point is you don't want to do that and neither do I. And it's not a bad thing that you don't. So please don't hear me say you're lazy and you can't do it. That is not my message here. What if you just chose to believe that the life you are living in right now is the exact life you want. The debt, the messy house, the husband you have and his job, the crazy kids and all. You just choose to stop comparing your life to others. You choose to stop comparing your kids to other kids. Interestingly enough, we never compare down. We only compare up. Do you ever compare your life to a homeless person on the street or to a single mom trying to make rent and be present in her kids' life all while stressing over having enough food to eat that week? You don't compare yourself to that because we're in a culture of always wanting more. We put having more on a pedestal. What if it's not better there? Your level of happiness in your life depends on the way you're thinking about your life. And you can believe at any time that your life is beautiful and perfect, just as it is. You can believe that and still you can reach for more if you want it. 
develop new skills, read self-development books, invest in something meaningful to you, start a business. But do those things because you truly want to, because it's fun for you. If it's not fun or something that sparks joy, either try to find the joy in it or don't do it at all. And that's what I think. I want to help you love your life so darn much that when you see your friend who lives in a big, beautiful home with a view and she's retired and on her own schedule and she's traveling the world, your only thought is good for her. I'm so happy for her. I love her and seeing how much joy her life brings her. And I love my life too. It's going to take practice, but lucky for you, you're going to have so many moments every single day where you'll have the opportunity to practice this, especially if you're tuned into social media at all. Practice being happy without comparing. Pray for that gift. When a negative thought toward yourself or others come into your mind, hey, you're only human. Make a new habit of pushing that thought out with, I love her or him, and I love me. And nothing's gone wrong here. Go listen to my episode way, way back when. I can't remember, but it was called Nothing's Gone Wrong Here. You see, the brain is looking for evidence that something has gone wrong, that something isn't right. So you got to put your brain at ease by practicing new thoughts that spark joy and peace. When you start really living your life, you forget about all the things you don't have that you once wished you had. Spend time in nature. Play an instrument. Grow a garden. Make healthy meals. Exercise. Eat healthy. It's easy to forget about all the things that create comparison in your brain when you're taking care of yourself. Be more present and put your phone down. This is a good place to start. You can also begin a meditation practice of abundance and gratitude. You see, it's true. Comparison really is the thief of joy. It takes you away from abundance and gratitude, some of the highest forms of energy your body can express. Simply practice comparing yourself with who you were yesterday and work on becoming who you really want to be today. I also want to help you compound the results of the desires of your heart. So I'm going to give you a few tips today. And yes, it has to do with the law of attraction. So listen up. Number one, in order to attract more, you need to create the feeling of abundance every single day. You need to understand that circumstances do not determine how you're going to feel. I'm going to repeat that. It's not the situation that's going to determine how you'll feel. I'll be happier when I have such and such or after I have that big house, then I'll be happy. That's not how this works. Circumstances do not create our happiness. And you might argue with me on that. But it isn't the circumstance. It's your thought about that circumstance and having that thing that creates your happiness. And once you understand this, everything can change for you because you'll be more aware of your thoughts, creating the feelings you're having. 
If you want more of anything, generate the feeling first, as if it's already happened to you, as if you already have the thing you want. Live in that emotion every single day. I use Rachel Hollis's Start Today journal to help me do this. And I create a vision board online and I go and I look at it every single day. And it really helps me create the emotions I want to have around my dreams and goals, not on the lack thereof. And so this brings me to my next point. Number two, stop focusing on the things you don't want and start focusing on the things you do. Have you ever heard someone tell you about a car accident they were in and days or even months or even years before they were in that car accident, they envisioned themselves in a car accident? I have. Stop focusing on the things you don't want to happen or the things that could go wrong and start focusing on all the things that could go right. The desires of your heart. Go back and look at your dream board every day, two times a day for 20 minutes if you're struggling with this. Number three, the spoken word is powerful. Stop speaking negativity into the world. Something like this. Well, with my luck, blank will happen, right? With my luck, I'll probably end up getting cancer. With my luck, I'll get sick. With my luck, I'll catch COVID. With my luck, you know, you hear people say this stuff all the time. Or they say, bad stuff always happens to me. It's just our lot in life. I work hard and nothing good happens to me. We're always getting screwed by someone. Now, can you see how those words spoken out loud to the universe will come back full circle? (laughs) Because if if they're coming coming to your life, they're coming back full circle because you're having those thoughts. You get exactly what you speak every time. So stop speaking it. This one's going to take time for you to change, especially if you've been speaking negative things like this your entire life. You'll need to reprogram your brain to stop going back to those negative patterns of speech. And if you catch yourself speaking negativity about your life, you got to try to catch it before you make the complete sentence. You want to challenge that thought and choose to speak something different. Number four. Don't throw your desires and dreams to the universe or God and expect them to come back to you like magic. It really doesn't work that way. It takes hard work. Like I mentioned before, it takes a plan. It takes action steps. You're going to need to sit down weekly and create some mini goals and actions you can take to help you get to that next step. A lot of you, though, You have these visions in your head of what you want, and then you're just waiting for more money to come in so you can do the next step. But let's not do that. Let's let's be looking every day at our visions and our dreams, praying over them, meditating over them, figuring out what the next steps are to accomplish them. If it's becoming debt-free this year, think of all the ways you can save money. How about this one? Track your spending. (laughs) No one wants to do that, do they? But when you track every penny, I promise you, you'll get better at saving money. You could allot more money to your goal of getting out of debt. You can't just ask 
for $5,000 and it magically shows up on your doorstep the next day. At least that's not how things have worked for me. It takes a plan and it takes hard work. But you don't give up on the goal or dream if you don't see it come to fruition right away. You got to be willing to stick it out and work towards it for as long as it takes. All the while, staying in the emotion of abundance and love with exactly where you're at right now. I am confident that as you practice these tips today, you'll find that comparison starts to go away quickly. It goes away because you just don't have time for that. You're busy living and working on you and making your life better. You're busy dreaming and making plans for your future and taking action steps to get there. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You're also all the while practicing self-care, getting off of social media more, getting out in nature, taking a nap if you need it, exercising, drinking lots of pure, clean water, talking with a coach when you get stuck in negative emotions, exercising, journaling. How could you possibly have time to be sad and compare your life to others when you're consistently doing all these things? Live into the flow of your life and let go of the things you cannot control. Feel more joy as you cut out the comparisons and be present with your life right now. Have a beautiful rest of your weekend and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, come on over and check out my coaching and all that I have to offer. Whether you're trying to lose weight, get the kids healthier, overcome hard challenges in your life, or you just need some support, I would be so excited to be your coach. I'm going to help you take all this material I teach here on the podcast and apply it to your life. Come on over to healthcoachheather.com to learn more.